Good morning, good evening, and welcome to the latest rendition of the AG Podcast. I'm Jamnet, your host, as uh, seems to be regularly at the moment. Obviously, we've got Ash, as usual, pushing the buttons. Nice to have you with us, Ash, as usual, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Uh, how are you? Yeah, not bad, matey. Not too bad at all. Just currently watching uh, Coventry get thumped by Reading, which uh, I'm sure <laughs> Bunsey will be really happy with, which is always a bad thing. Um, still talking of uh, not uh, enjoying things that Bunsey does. River, how are you, mate? You all right? Yeah, yeah, not, not too bad. Thanks, Jam. Uh, yes, everyone, it's me again, but I was headhunted for this one. I didn't volunteer before anyone complains. Yeah, absolutely. Headhunted on the requisite that you are a club's event captain, which then therefore leads us on, if you can work out process of elimination, to our next guest, who is Hilly. Welcome, Hilly. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, and after listening to the previous podcast, uh, I know that Suited Recluse got his uh, hat-trick ball in the post, so uh, I look forward to mine coming uh, my way very soon. Yeah, that's fine, mate. Ash will sort that out. He's in charge of that. He'll do that, no problem. Ash, write that down. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Right then, boys. So we'll uh, we'll get straight in. Uh, Obviously, we're going to go through a few things. The normal league recaps of all three leagues, the F1 and golf chat with Bertie and Joe. And we're also going to talk at the end of the show about the club's event. Obviously, we've had the first uh, week of fixtures. We're now going to have the second week of fixtures this coming Friday. uh, And we know roughly how things are going to hopefully line up. So... Without further ado, boys, obviously the three of us, me, River and Ash, are all in the Prem. Uh, Hilly, uh, who knows? You never know. You might be in the Prem if you can book your ideas up next season. Um, but we'll, uh, we'll head straight into the Prem chat first of all. So, uh, Ash, I think I'll come to you first of all. Um, Berger and Jaxi are at the top. Yeah. Uh, any surprise first of all there? I'm guessing not. No, um, I, I don't think anyone else can really... Uh say anything else otherwise you know they've both started really really strongly sort of in the in the mix um but what what's going to be interesting i think especially over the next couple of uh games is what sean does because i've played sean in a couple of friendlies uh, in the head-to-head and i think i've played him in the um tfis and he knocked me out of the cup as well very good player um and I think he's going to be sort of in that mix as well. So who knows? Instead of a Burger and Jaxi race, it could become a Burger Jaxi and Sean race. Um, but yeah, there's there, there's no. It's interesting. So you think that he can? You think he can break break in there somehow? I think so. Um, it, it's worth also noticing as well that he's got two games in hand on Burger and Jaxi, and if he wins them both, then he will go above them um, into that top spot. So yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, there's still a lot of games to play. And I think maybe by the time the next podcast comes around, who knows, Sean might have fought it off a little bit, but, um, yeah, I, I think so. I think he can definitely, uh, be up there. I think it's a tricky one, isn't it? I think, um, before we started the pod, uh, River was talking about the the prem table could be a bit of a false false insecurity in terms of uh, Shelbourne and Topcat being removed, and um, I think he's right in a, in a certain um, element. But at the same time, River, I think that you know you look at the two lads that have come in in you know Nakeds and Stevie, I think that uh, it's more fate and, and good timing they've been put in the prem rather than skill level. I don't know if uh, if you'd agree. Um, no, uh, not with Stevie certainly. Um... Naked, yeah, is probably. Uh, I think he'll he'll struggle, but Stevie um, played on sites on previously, and he's a good player. Uh, I think he will be up around. I'm not going to say he's going to be up challenging Berger and Jatesy for the title, but I think he'll be up pushing for that top four personally. Okay, that definitely is interesting because um, again, I personally wouldn't 
wouldn't put him there. Um, again, in, in for yourself, River, obviously, while we're, uh, we're with yourself, how's everything going at the moment? Seventh position, you, again, you said that with the two lads being removed, that's robbed you of four points, but with, with the greatest respect, would you expect to be any higher? Uh, well, yeah, if I had another four points, I would. <laughs> um, True, you'd no. be in sixth. <laughs> I've, uh, yeah, I've obviously lost four points that I took off Shelbourne. Um, his replacement uh, is naked, so providing I get at least four off nakeds, no harm done. If I get uh, fewer than that or, and end up getting relegated by a point or something, you know I just uh, never class it as a proper relegation. I'll do a storm and it'll just be a never proper relegation and I'll be a lineal Premier player. I mean, you can't really say fairer than that. It's uh, That sounds legit to me. Um, Hilly, you're, uh, like you said, obviously we'll come to you guys in the Championship shortly, but from the outside looking in, any shock so far in the Prem this season since... Uh, since we've uh, had the last pod uh, a couple of weeks ago? No, not really. Um, I was just uh, having a little look over my predictions um, pre-season and uh, I did tip River to come uh, to be relegated, so apologies for that. However, not so sure anymore. Could still happen, uh... Could still happen. <laughs> He's played the least amount of games uh, by the two new boys, obviously. Um, so, yeah, still got a chance. Um, and I just want to echo really what what Riverman said to so Stevie, um, I believe he won the TFI the other night, if I am right, or was that Sean? No, he Stevie, Stevie won it. Stevie won it. So again, I know it's a different format, and I know we had um, we were allowed to add one player um, of very high rating, um, and there was obviously the, the restrictions on how you're allowed to score and things. But yeah, he, uh, all right, he might have had an easy route to the final. He beat me along the way, but uh, yeah, he won it in the end. So, um, yeah, all in all, I can see him being a very good player. Um, Wardy as well, my mate Wardy. Um, he's struggling a bit this season, bless him. Um, he's just lost Diego Costa as well um, due to him uh, leaving uh, Atletico. Um, so he's struggling to find a replacement striker. Um, so I can see him going down. But, yeah, apart from that, um, no, pretty, pretty much as expected, to be honest. I mean, again, we, we, we touched on it before, Ash, on the last podcast. And, you know, we said about how suited and Shelbourne, I know Shelbourne is not there anymore, but we're doing so well last season and this season seemed to be struggling. I know suited in the party the other night, he uh, he drew two games with Wardy, which I don't think have been added on to the, um, the results as of yet. So those guys, oh, hold on, sorry, have they? Oh, no, they have been added on. I do apologise, actually. Um, suited won one and drew one. I do apologise. Um, but yeah, again, you know, you look at, um, in my notes, I've got written down with, with the introduction of the new boys, does it mean that, and again, sorry for banding you in here, River, but, you know, River suited, soggy, Jeff Wardy and Naked, they're all fighting for, you know, those, well, not fighting for those places, but fighting to stay up, you know, to avoid those places. Um, the uh, the two lads that left, obviously, were potentially mid-table fodder, whereas now we've had two lads come in who, again, I'll take it on your authority, guys, Stevie will probably be better than that, but Naked is, is definitely a, a cert for them relegation places. So it potentially means a bit of a reprieve for at least one of the guys down there, uh, Ash, to uh, to hopefully avoid relegation. Yeah, I fully agree. Um, I think Naked will go down, um, bless him. Um, I mean, maybe he might surprise us, but I'd be very, very shocked. Uh, suited, you know, Suited and Shelbourne, they were both sort of mid-table. So, yeah, um, I think the two boys coming in, uh, Stevie, you know, I think I've played Stevie maybe once or twice. Uh, if it's the player that I think it is, um, who I'm thinking of, then, yeah, he'll definitely be top half of the table. Um, but, yeah, uh, personally, <laughs> I just want to stay away from those relegation spots. Um 
So fingers crossed. Yeah, I'm sure you will be able to, mate. But it'll be interesting, like I say, again, by the time the next podcast comes around, we'll have had a few games played, especially by them new guys, and we'll see where they're, uh, where they're up to. Yeah. Right then, boys. So we'll uh, just break off from the leagues for one moment. We'll go across to uh, Bertie with an update in the golf. Uh, I actually believe the update consists of the Ryder Cup singles matches being revealed. So over to you, Bertie. Thanks, guys. It's great to be back with the golf section of the podcast. We're in the midst of a very exciting Ryder Cup, which pits the North against the South. And the South currently are in the lead 4-3, with one four-ball match left to play. Exclusively to the podcast, we are now going to reveal the eight singles matches, which will decide which team will take home the 3 million Scudo per member. Burger Boy will play Welze, and myself Bertie will play Bunsey. Paul Lowe's will match up against Red Rhinoceros. Turners faces off against Suited Recluse. Gazgrass will tee it up against Wizfox. Nuance plays Joe. Hilly faces Golenbeard. And Nandy Brill will face Riverman. A lot of the guys are twitching these matches. So look out for it on a stream near you. May the best team win. Thanks, guys. Okay, Bertie, thank you very much for that. And uh, again, good luck to everyone playing in the Ryder Cup this season. Uh, right, we're going to come to the Championship now. We're doing it in order this week. So we're going to go Prem Championship League One. Um, so in terms of the Championship, Hilly, obviously I'm going to come to you first because that's where you are. Um, the, the first thing I actually um, have got written down in my notes of the Championship was the sort of bottom four do look like they'll be the bottom four and unfortunately you are in that bottom four I mean is, is that an unfair statement do you think or is that about right no I would have absolutely um, accepted that at the beginning of the season and yeah that's where I think we'll be um, for me personally my next two games I've got Payne Wales and Tuggy um, who are also in the bottom four with me so yeah it's uh, it's early relegation battles really for me um, I think yeah my next two games are going to define whether I've got a chance of going well, unfortunately, going automatically down or a, a last chance saloon in the playoffs. But uh, yeah, my next few games are, are crucial. Um, and then I've got some of the, the top boys after that. But it's very difficult to argue. I mean, you look at the league table um, sat here now. There's one point between me and Paul Lowe's. Um, but he's got, well, four games to play, two match days uh, to play on me. Mm-hmm. So I can only see him climbing further away. Um, and then you look up from that, Wells or Wintz, Plunkett, they're all class players and there's no way they're going to be dragged down into it. So, yeah, unfortunately, I can't disagree with uh, what you've just said. I mean, you say that, though. I mean, again, again, referring back to, to what I've sort of looked at in terms of form and, and other factors, I think I agree, Paul Lowe's, it just completely depends on what Paul turns up and, and how, he, um, how he takes those fixtures. But... Your point on Welser, I would personally disagree. I think that you know Welser just survived in the um, the championship last season, um, I believe. Anyway, I think that's right. Um, and uh, he got I, I promoted, think... didn't he, Jam? Did he? Was it not in a playoff with Soggy? Oh, that was you, wasn't it? No, that was to go up to the Premier League. Oh, I'm getting like so that confused. playoff. I'm pretty I'm sure Welser so got promoted up. from League One, having got relegated the year before. 
that might be it. That no, yeah. that was it. Yeah, he he lost to Soggy in that one, didn't he? I apologise. That was it. I'm remembering from two seasons ago. Um, regardless, anyway, I mean, Wells, uh, he's he's having to sell off his best assets, which you know a lot of people are having to do at the moment, or had were having to do before the introduction of the head-to-head and clubs money. Um, I I personally could see Wells are definitely being dragged into that top four and uh, so the bottom four. And like you said, uh, Hilly, if you can beat Tuggy and Payne, that's going to propel you up the table. So I, I personally could see that happening and Wells are being replaced by yourself in the, the sort of mid-table mediocrity. But I mean, you know, who who knows? It's going to be uh, going to be a tough one. Um, River, obviously your previous stomping grounds in the uh, the championship. If we look where you were, obviously, towards the end of last season, which is the top six. Again, it's hard to see, apart from potentially Wince replacing Plunkett in there, that the top six would change as well. Is Would that be a fair assessment? I think Wince will be in it, I think, as you, you say there. I think Wince, I've played several times, and I think Wince is a pretty good player. Um, Rye is the other one. I haven't played Rye much this FIFA, and he's obviously done incredibly well. Look, Just look at his record. He's done really, really well, but we all know what his... Uh, where his problems lie, it's not so much with playing FIFA, it's with actually keeping his players. Mm-hmm. So if his but mind side you, though, he's done, weaker, will he Mind drop? you, he's, he's done very well to be at the top. You know, again, absolutely incredibly well, if you think oh, about it, considering yeah. how many players he's lost. Most certainly, taking absolutely nothing away from him whatsoever. But will he keep that up all season? Um, mm-hmm. He would probably be in the top six, yes. Um, yeah, I, look, Wince, I think, will be in there. If you had to say... If I had to say now, yes or no, will Wince make the playoffs? Uh, top six, I would say yes, certainly. Who falls out? Who knows? Bertie, Plunkett would probably be... One of those two would be my guess. But, yeah, um, it's a very, very strong championship. If you I say, if you look at it, with <laughs> certainly that top seven, and Welser and Paul are good players as well. Before, as we've said, you get into that bottom four, that's quite a strong league. Well, it is. But again, for me, the anomaly still is... Well, there's two anomalies. One is Ryan Jones still at the top, which, again, complete credit to him for being there. But when you look at the players below him, Joe, River, uh, Joe, uh, Bunsey, Mark, etc., Wince even, you'd expect those to be, you know, sort of over and above where, where he's reaching at the moment. And Plunkett being in sixth with, you know, losing five out of the five of the last games, minus 13 goal difference. The only thing keeping him out of... Uh, sorry, keeping him in the top six is Wince being four games behind. Uh, you'd imagine anyway um ash in terms of yourself um again in the in the championship a while ago now i think it's fair to say um what what's your assessment of the championship so far this season we've talked about rye we've talked about plunkett is there anyone else on there that you think that maybe we're not giving the credit they deserve or or vice versa um no, i think we've talked quite a lot about you know how how close this division is and how strong it is um, you know, I mean, literally on their day, I know obviously the points and the table uh, don't show it, but anyone from probably first to ninth, you could make an argument that, you know, could be up there challenging at the top with Ryan Joe. Um, I think Plunkett losing the That's last five attack games. On you, Hilly, that is. I think Plunkett losing his last five games will cost him. Um, at the end of the season, you know, start look at the players around him, Bertie, Wince, uh, Mark, they've all got four games in hand on him. Um, mm. So that's possibly 12 points that they're going to be, uh, you know, opening up that gap um, on him. So it could be nearly 10 points at least uh, between, you know, Plunkett and sort of sixth. Um, 
but possibly with the exception of Wince, um, you know, not being in that top six, if you were to say at the start of the season, who do you think would be up there? I don't think there's any real surprises. Yeah, I mean, again, you look at uh, the last thing I want to touch on as well is, um, and this is this is something we don't really talk about because of the fluidity of the market or, or usual fluidity of the market as well. Um, and I'm going to come to you on this, River, as well. Um, you look at Buncey, you know, Buncey scored 24 goals with uh, with Isak. Um, you know, he's... he's uh, He's ripping it up with him at the moment, absolutely ripping it up. Likewise, Joe with with Ossiemen, but in particular Isak with Bunty. Do you think Bertie has potentially done a bit of a faux pas there by by selling him to a rival? Uh, potentially, the way Bunty's uh, going with him, but we know what Bunty's like. If he finds a player that, that particularly suits him, he will tear people apart with him, especially at that level. Uh, Bertie obviously got on really well with Isak, had him for. A couple of seasons, well, since the uh, reset, didn't he? I think, mm. um, and has has done well with him. But obviously, decided time for a change. Players move on. Always a thing selling to rivals. But we're a small league, aren't we? So it's going to happen. Players are going to come back and haunt you all the time. But Bun- yeah, Buncey is obviously hauling the crap out of him at the moment and um, doing very well with it. Mm. I think, um, again, it's an interesting one. And like we say all the time, the championship is always interesting. It could go either way. Um, fingers crossed, Hilly, you can pull yourself out of that bottom four and uh, and rock it up the table, my friend. Um, Gonna need more than fingers crossed, but yeah, we'll give it a go. We'll give it a go. <laughs> all right, well, I'll pray for you as well, mate. Don't worry. Um, right, so we'll uh, just head over to Joe now with the F1 uh, for a quick update on that before we talk about the League One. So uh, take it away, Joe. Thanks guys, it's been a while so thanks for having me back for another F1 roundup. Since we last spoke there's been quite a few races but we're just going to take a look at the last couple of weeks. Last Monday night, um, 9 days ago, 10 days ago now, we had a week 19 which was on USA. We'll look at Division 1, Bunster carried in his fantastic form, he won the race with an absolutely flying faster slap of 136.7, by far faster than everybody else. Suited came in 2nd, we had Wardy in 3rd. Dominator in 4th and Mark in 5th. Down in Division 2, Ash had a title winning race. He had a fastest lap of a 140-0. We had Big B in 2nd, Sean in 3rd, Riverman in 4th and Jeff in 5th place. Monday gone, a couple of nights ago, we had Week 20 which was in Mexico. Soggy Carriages had his first win of the season after coming back in the Williams. We had Bunsey in second place, again with a fastest lap of 119.2. He was caught out by a lot of penalties on a very strict track in Mexico. I was in third place, Suited was in fourth, and Golden Bee was in fifth. Back down to Division 2, another fantastic win for Bert. He has really found his feet now. He also had a faster slap of a 122-1. We had Payne Wales in second. I believe he crossed the line first, but he got done again on penalties. We had Big B in third, Ash in fourth, and Harry in fifth. We'll take a quick look at the tables. Division 1 is pretty much done. We've got Wardy, who's 44 points clear. Bunce is in second place with 309 points and suited in 298. That division's pretty much won. It would take Ward not to turn up for two weeks, really, and Bunce to win both races. Technically, he could still overturn him, but it's very unlikely. We've then got Jam back in 
fourth place on 192 aaron on 168 and myself on 145 looking down in division two we have to say congratulations to ash who just wanted to come and race with his friends he's actually won that division now on 369 points we've got bertie in second place he's pulled clear there on 272 and then we all got we go back to a very tight pack you've got red rhinos on 205 Big B on 201, Harry on 194, and Payne Wells on 188. We have only got two or three weeks left now. We've got two races left in Division 1, three races left in Division 2. We've had a little rash of uh, run of sign-ups in the last couple of weeks. We've got Wiz Fox on board, Sadie, Sean, and um, Plunkett has also jumped on board. Again, it's a good time to get in touch. We've got, like I said, we've got three races left in Division 2. It's a good time to get in. You'll get the pre-season races in and we'll be able to find out your level going into the new season. Thanks again, guys. We'll catch you next time. Uh, thank you very much for that, Joe. Uh, I appreciate the update there on the F1. So, uh, boys, we'll move on to League One. Obviously, neither of us, uh, or none of us, I should say, are in in League One, uh, luckily for us. But, um, I mean, there is only one place to start. Uh, Ash and that's um, that's Worm. Despite the fact that he's second, um, he's got a perfect record, ten yeah. out of ten. I believe he's playing Storm tonight uh, as we record. Um, you know, Storm juxtaposed down there at the bottom on uh, on one point. Um, you know, for the lineal championship champion is 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 disappointing. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, Worm. I don't know what someone's been feeding him. It's no. uh, it's ridiculous, isn't it? No. Well, I, I think he's got to get the controller back in his hand. Um... Yeah, I mean it's impressive. You know, think he's got his own Leon. <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't remember Worm uh, going on this sort of record before. I mean, maybe he's clicked with this uh, version of the game. Who knows? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, possibly twelve out of twelve by the time this comes out. Um, you know, that's obviously nothing to be sniffed at. He scored sixty-one goals. He's only conceded twenty-two. So um, I don't think it's the best defensive record in the league, but uh, it's certainly up there, you know, sort of top three, top four. Um, and him and Sofa um, carry it on, I think, will be the nailed on top two in that division. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I sort of tip Sofa from the start and, and have done throughout. I think he will be the, uh, if not the champion, he'll be he'll be second. I think you've got to look as well and the way the fixtures are generated and, and how the fixtures get played at who's played who. Um, you know, I've got it on good authority that, um, you know, you look at Raz and Harry, for example. Um, apparently, Raz has played a lot of people, you know, in and around and above him in terms of Bryce, Sofa, etc. Whereas Harry's played, you know, no offence, but your Wiz Foxes, your Satis, your, your Judge Breads, people like that. Um, so again, like River was saying, sort of similarly with the Premier League, it can it can give you a bit of a false a false table by the end of those fixtures. Um, River, who do you think um, could potentially challenge Sofa and Worm for those top two places? Oh, Bright, uh, easily. Uh, <laughs> I know everybody has players that they can't beat or always seem to beat. I cannot get close to Bry. I just can't beat him. What he's doing down in League One, or I suppose it was the previous version of FIFA, wasn't it, when he got relegated? But I when you couldn't when you couldn't score headers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would be shocked if Bry didn't go up automatically. Um, I've not played Worm this FIFA, I don't think. Um, so obviously his record, you have to take that and say he's done. Like we said about Rye in the championship, he's done fantastically well. But look at who he's played, who he's got to play, with no disrespect to anyone. I can't see him keeping that up. And Bry is capable of beating anyone on this version, I think. So 
I think Bry will go up automatically. With Unless, Sofa. of course, Worm gets the lag in. Maybe that's what's doing it. Worm's lag. Mm. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I mean, do you think it'll be Brian Sofa then? Is the top two? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's who I'd have as the top two. Yeah, Brian Sofa. And you can see what Worm dropping into the playoffs then. Yeah, yeah. I, and would he think, win? Them? I mean, that's the question. The, the, the start he's had, um, it would be a major shock if he didn't make the playoffs. But um, yes, I, I would think Bry would get into the automatic uh, promotion places, and then you say, yeah, Worm could go through the playoffs. I mean, if he gets a buy in the playoff semi-finals by getting Rhino, then. Um, who knows savage absolutely savage um hilly in terms of the uh, the league one um again if we sort of concentrate towards the bottom i touched on it there when i talked about worm um i know it's um it's the sort of thing we go on about quite a lot but it is for me it is worth talking about and it's, it's newsworthy newsworthy news um storm in 12th with uh, a minus 19 goal difference and one point um i mean what what's happened there well, uh, I don't, again, you've touched on it earlier, but the lineal champion, I just, I don't understand it. Um, I mean, I should be sticking up for my my uh, right back, which we'll come on to later, um, and my fellow Spurs supporter, but uh, I can't really, not not a win yet. One point on the board. Um, I think it's going to be, sorry, Brilly, but it's going to be between you and uh, Stormy for Wooden Spoon this year, it's looking likely. Um, I don't think they've played each other yet. Well, they can't have because... Uh, Neither have recorded win or uh, enough wins or enough draws. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Storm, he always gives me a competitive game. I mean, it's not been mm, an absolute too. pasting like whenever I played. Um, I don't know, Brilly. I suppose I'd have to name drop him. Um, but yeah, it's been uh, it's always been competitive. So that's uh, quite surprising, really, for me. Um, and as well, the other one for me, Sati. I mean, Sati. First of all. Head-to-head league, absolute fair play. He's got to be close to 100 games now, which is phenomenal. Um, but the amount of games he's playing and to see him down in ninth, that, that surprises me a bit. I thought he might have been um, a little bit further up. But then I suppose if you put him further up, who do you drop drop down? And there's some good players in that division um, when you're comparing Sati to to the rest of them, I guess. Um, I think that's that's the argument, isn't it? You look at Sati and, and you're absolutely right. He's... he's... He's improved. He's you know, he's much improved, but at the same time, and again, this is no no um, no shade on Sati at all. But you know, would you take him over Raz in terms of quality? No, probably not. Would you take him over Harry? Yeah, you maybe would do. But then after that, again, the rest of the top five probably not. They they would be better than him. So again, it is it, like you say, it's a real tough one. Um, but you know. You, things like that because or you know i'm trying to be condescending or patronizing but you know fair play to the lad for for, for um taking these beatings that he's been getting you know off worm and and the like and, and carrying on because you know it, it takes a better man than me let's put that way to do that i think if i was getting those i'd probably wouldn't want to be involved yeah absolutely but at the same time um he's changing formation he's trying things he's really really uh determined to turn it around um which is great to see um, but uh, but at the same time, at the flip of the coin, he loves taking money off of everyone through admin duties and responsibilities. So you know you got to take the rough of the smooth, haven't you, with him? Really, I guess that that is true. To be fair, and again, <laughs> you know, when you look at Worm recently. You know, Worm he's, he went from sort of mid-table mediocrity last season to you know being up there and and being on a perfect record so far. So who knows? Maybe Bro can do that next season. Yeah, <laughs> fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah. 
Um, Ash, in terms of uh, in terms of League One, um, again we've we've talked about it in length there with with Hilly. But is there anybody there that you would suggest we've not talked about that needs a bit of airtime? Um, no, I don't. <laughs> I I don't think so. Um, you know, obviously... I mean, you look at again. We 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 just mentioned. You know, we mentioned Rhino there as well. Um, you know, again, he's he's not done too bad. He's he's beat Brill, obviously. He's beat Storm and Drew to Storm, which was a controversial game in itself. Um, anybody who um, who saw it, obviously, uh, Storm was going through, oh, and there were defenders covering. To be fair, which I was surprised it ended up being a red card, but he. Um, Rhino took down one of Storm's players on the uh, the counter attack, which which didn't uh, didn't go down very well. Um, I mean, just a, a side note, I guess. I mean, again, quick straw poll. I mean, do you guys mind seeing that? I mean, River, yes or no? I didn't like it. Hilly. I disagree. Kind of tactical and all that. I suppose I'm Jose Mourinho ball now, though, aren't they? So um, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, again, if it happened against me, I'd be livid, but can't say I think I'd be okay with it I think Ash um, no I, I personally don't like to see it and I wouldn't do it yeah I guess it's a tough one isn't it again I, I sort of said at the time exactly like you like sort of uh, Hilly was just saying there I think if it happens against me I'd be frustrated with it but if it happens against someone else it, it can be quite quite comical to watch uh, maybe that sounds bad I don't know but that's just that's my take on it Um but yeah, again, you know what? It's it is what it is. It's happened now, and uh, and it's in the past. So, um, again, fingers crossed. Next time we come on the podcast, we'll um, we'll have some more more guests from League One to uh, to pop on and discuss the goings on down there. So, boys, we're going to uh, move on to the reason you two uh, in River and Hilly are both on here. Uh, I've also got some questions and answers from the other two captains that can't be with us tonight as well. Uh, I'm going to talk about the clubs event. So, um, I mean, Ash, I'll, obviously we'll talk to you first because, like myself, you uh, are a, uh, a squad player rather than uh, an actual manager. Yeah. Um, first uh, first club's event in the bag, did you enjoy it? It was good. I really, really enjoyed it. Good laugh. Um, obviously, didn't go quite the way we wanted it to for our team. Um, I'm sure River will expand on that shortly. Uh, but, no, it was, uh, it was great. It was great fun and I'm, I'm looking forward to Friday night. It was really good fun, I think. Again, I, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, in terms of your uh, your team, Ash, did you find it was quite harmonious? Yeah, I think so. You know, I think um, I think a few other teams, I mean, maybe they didn't, um, all stayed sort of same positions. Um, you know, we sort of alternated it around, which is quite good. Um, but yeah, I mean, our team is sort of, uh, we get up, we go again, we have a laugh. And and that's as far as it goes, really. So yeah, I mean, in terms of the team I've I've got and the team we're in, um, yeah, great, great team. Yeah, again, I think that was again. I'll I'll come to you in a minute, River, when I ask you directly. But I think that was one of the things that stood out as potentially one of the the I don't want to say the the downfall essentially, but maybe one of the reasons you guys didn't pick up as many points is because of the changing round of positions. But at the same time, maybe that's better to give everyone a, a better chance at playing in in different positions or further up the pitch. So, um, Rover, we'll come to you first then. So um, Rivers Rovers, they sit in fourth, uh, three games played, three losses, five goals for, and fourteen against with a minus nine goal difference. Um, I mean, is it Ash's fault? Did he not score enough goals for you? I mean, only five goals scored. What what happened? Sick as a parrot. Sick as a parrot. 
like whatever cliche there is. No, look, as um, you've just mentioned there about uh, us alternating things round, uh, I'm sure every team's got their own chats that we're doing. And one of the first things I said to everyone was, look, this is a fun event. Uh, we're not going to play this and say to somebody, oh, you've got to sit at left back for uh, however many games and not get involved. That's not the way we're doing it. If we're trying to play people to give people games in their preferred positions. Problem is, out of my 10 players, I've got one defender who's probably actually a midfielder, seven midfielders and two strikers. So it's a case of trying to um, make sure everyone gets involved and gets a game. So uh, people who've never played in certain positions before, me and Ash being prime ones who are strikers, both had to play a game at right back because we're trying to fit in. Yeah, I could say, oh, I'm not playing right back. I've never played there. Me and Ash are the strikers. We're playing up front and putting other people around. But I don't think that's a particularly good way of doing things when it's a community event and everybody wants to play. Everybody wants to get involved and do what they like doing. So, yeah, we've alternated it around a bit and results have, <laughs> haven't been particularly good. But, hey, we're having, we, we had a good laugh with it. it everyone... Uh, was on board with what we did or as far as I'm aware they were nobody uh, said that wasn't what they wanted to do I think people uh, just understood that they're going to maybe have to play a game or two out of position and mm. yeah results didn't work and I'll probably get sacked for it <laughs> I mean again I think that by default all the managers will get sacked at the end of this round and the <laughs> ones we appointed but again if anyone was due to get sacked beforehand maybe you would be the uh, the yeah, initial I, candidate I... dependent on what happens on Friday night you never know you might turn it around um, I, I obviously I said I'd, I'd written out some questions for uh, for the other two managers that aren't here at the moment suited and Berger a couple of those questions I'll put to you guys as well so River you first um, obviously we've just had your general thoughts about, about the squad and the first event as a whole in your team if you had to if you had to name one person as a standout player, um, again, could you could you do that? Uh, one, no. one person who maybe did. Uh, so I don't say this. Go on, get off the fence. <laughs> Stop being Ash. Get off the fence and give me a name. <laughs> um, who stood out? I don't really know. Um, all right, who? All right, considering you lost all your games, who who was the reason that you lost all those games? And the fact that we haven't got anybody who knows how to play fullback is probably uh, one of the main reasons. We can see so many goals. So we just don't have any defenders. So people are just being plugged in um, to play in defence. And that is our big problem. We've got people who uh, are trying to play a position. They've got no idea how to play. And I include myself as the primary candidate in that. I mean, you try and see me play fullback. It's hilarious. Fair enough. I mean, again, if if we were to have transfers at some point in this setup, I mean, that would be your ideal target, then I imagine. Oh, we, yeah, we'd be we'd be most certainly uh, looking uh, for defenders instead of um, uh, swap a couple of midfielders out for a couple of defenders. But I say I've got to give credit to everyone who played. We had, I think, we had six different fullbacks over the three games, and everyone tried their best there. It's just people. People say if you're not used to playing there, it can lead to conceding goals and mistakes, but. Um, I thought everyone in our team uh, did, did their best and we just <laughs> we weren't good enough on the night but we'll see what happens on Friday Fair enough I mean you'd you'd say then I guess to to sort of to match you to a modern day manager you're you're a bit of a softy you, you know you're letting the, t- the players uh, players play where they want and changing things up every match you're a bit like a Pep Guardiola maybe you know just randomly changing your entire lineup for, oh, uh, t- for your I'm- important games Oh, Ranieri, the Tinker Man. 
Yeah, that's more likely, actually. Yeah, less successful. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> so uh, the, the last thing I wanted to touch on as well, um, in terms of um, in terms of yourself, was uh, this upcoming event. Um, you know, your, your fixtures that you've got coming up and the teams you've got to play again. Um, are you confident you'll get any points this time round? Um, I'd hope so. Um, we're doing the same again. Um, we're rotating things around to give everybody games. We're not going to just tell people you've got to sit at the back, play full back if you don't want to, and people monopolising positions. I'm not playing right back this time. I'm going to have a run out at left back in the game. So we'll see how that one goes. But um, yeah, I, I would I just ride that. down attack down the right. <laughs> 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 to be fair, I, I play but, on the but, right, so there you go. I'll, I'll but, see you in the game. See, Hilly, you, see you on the pitch. Yeah, no, um, that's only one game though, Hilly, so I don't know if it's against you or not. Um, but yeah, uh, we we'll um, hope to get some points. But it'd be quite amusing if we ended up with zero points and then won the third, fourth place playoff for the extra scudo at the end. Four to one in the bookies, by the way, for a one-off game for us to win that losers playoff final. Yeah, it's not a bad result actually that one, especially when you've got people up front. You know, like if he does play up front like Ash, who can put away chances. Oh, um, if we get into that game, we'll we'll have what uh, we think might be the strongest side for that fight. <laughs> So, 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 Ash, so basically, Ash you bench. are actually tanking like Ash. So no, Ash, Ash is actually We want to win the thing. Why would we tank? <laughs> you get more money for being in the other final. Fair <laughs> um, right, Hilly. Well, I'm moving on to you now, matey. Uh, obviously, my uh, my leader, as it were. Um, so, first of all, same same sort of questions to you. Obviously, general thoughts about the first event, um, and also then who sort of stood out as the um, as the eye catching players from the team. Yeah, so um, really enjoyed the first event. Um, put up a blog as well. Um, I wrote it straight away after it uh, afterwards. So uh, yeah, don't know if it was any good or not, but it seems to have got a good reaction. Uh, yeah, again, from me, my personal point of view, um, really enjoyed it. Thought it was a great idea from Burger and Suited. Um, and yeah, like everyone's really spoken to. There's only been so far. I've only seen positive feedback. I uh, hope there's more more of them going forward. Really. Um, yeah, I think. My team enjoyed it. Again, I've tried to be in contact with as many people individually um, to see whether they did enjoy it um, and whether or not they were happy in their positions. And everyone has said, yeah, OK, I know we could always pick on a few people and they've probably said it through gritted uh, teeth and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I think, again, I know people uh, were very surprised with our uh, team, hence the team name. But um yeah, all in all, I thought it was a, a very, very successful night. And um, even in that final game, really, I think, you know, I know the score's obviously the, the deciding factor, but I'd like to think that, I don't know, if it went to points, we, we might have got it maybe, who knows. Um, but it's done, it's a draw, uh, and we move on to, to Friday night, I guess. I think for me, the um, obviously, you know, us two, we're, we're both in there. The... Uh... <laughs> The absolute the highlight of the night for me was yeah the the build up to that game against uh, against Berger's team as well was was interesting but by far the the best uh, the best element of the night was you put up I think it was maybe lunchtime on the day a uh, a mock formation having uh, everybody else in defence and Storm and Harry up front and um, in I think it was the first game actually Storm and Harry scored the first two goals from fullback um, which I mean is just absolutely brilliant. Um, the fact that those two, you know, to, be, to their credit, actually didn't play too bad at fullback at all. Um, so well played, lads, and hopefully, you, you know, Cafu and Carlos can can do the same again for us on Friday night. 
Oh, absolutely. And also, they were screamers as well. They weren't. They were. <laughs> back post, Matt Doherty-esque, like uh, tap-ins. They were, they were, yeah, like you say, screamers from outside the box, both of them. You were thinking, oh, why have they hit that? And then, oh, my Lord, what have I just witnessed um, from Storm and from Harry in the space of about two minutes? Um, yeah, no, it was uh, it was great to see. And, yeah, that set up the night for us, really. We were, you know, banter was fine about in our party. And, yeah, it was uh, it was great. It was really, really good. Everyone was involved everyone had a great go and in terms of player of the night I, I'm sure you'll agree but for me it's got to be subs what what a player he is I think it's just the the fact that he's very lethal isn't he you know again yeah. it's it's the the one touch one chance one finish element yeah. to it um and you you would back him to uh, to score in most situations and again he, he did virtually virtually all night anyone who had little bets on him being top scorer or whatever the uh, the bet was that night definitely got paid out so fair play to subs and again let's just hope he repeats the same thing uh, on friday night yeah no absolutely and uh yeah going on again river kind of um, mentioned earlier about are we going to rotate are we going to stick um not sure what i'm thinking um yeah going to speak hey. to a few people in the team so uh, yeah, we'll see. We might rotate. We might stick. We'll uh, yeah, keep that one. Uh, keep it close wraps, to your chest, mate. Don't, yeah, don't, exactly. Yeah, don't, let's come on. You know, if if uh, if Rivers Ranieri, we are definitely Mourinho. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know that about me. And you saw from the, as you said, the mock-up uh, formation. But no, genuinely, I'm not sure how we're going to play it yet. Um, that'll be a conversation for for later on in the week, I guess. But. Uh, yeah, no, looking forward to it. And yeah, being honest, I'd be disappointed if we weren't in the the top final um, now from where we are. Um, will we win it? Who knows? But I think from seven points out of three games, we've got to be having ambitions of being in that big final. Never know, might get shot down, but who knows? No, I would agree. I think we need to, we need to be in that top final, hopefully with Berger so we can beat him. Um Right, well, uh, I'm just going to head over to my PMs and just have a little look at the question and answer from both of the two captains. So, I mean, first of all, I called a burger um, and just sort of asked him about the same thing about the general uh, thoughts of the night and who stood out in his squad. Um, he said he was very happy with the squad he got given uh, in terms of the core group of players. His back four was outstanding to only concede one goal per game. Um, so they stood out, which was Jeff, Mark, Wright and Big B. I will say, you know, Mark um, playing clubs with him the other night, he's a fantastic centre-back. Um, and Ryan Jones, same, both played very, very well as uh, a centre-back. Um, my second question was, uh, he talked up his star player all over the time uh, when we were doing the first event. His star player has now been caught out cheating, obviously, in the head-to-head league, therefore cannot play. Um, so who is he going to count on filling the gap? Um, and he said that he didn't think anyone's going to stand out and fill the gap. It's just going to be a team performance, but obviously they are a player down. So it's definitely going to make a difference. And uh, the last question that I posed to Berger was, um, whose team is he most worried about coming up against? Um, in typical Berger fashion, he wasn't worried at all, but he's expecting three tough games. Surprise package, uh, obviously, which is uh, myself and Healy's team. Uh, we're obviously level on points and unbeaten, but um, it's going to be a tough out in whoever he plays. So thank you very much for the feedback there, Berger. Um, and I would agree. I think that it's going to be a tough game, no matter who we play, because everyone's been doing their clubs, uh, their players up in clubs. Everyone's been getting more exposure to clubs over the last few weeks. So I'm hoping for a good event again this Friday. Um, and just to finish off with uh, with suited feedback, similar sort of questions as well. So uh, asking for the general thoughts about the first event and who stood out of his team. Um, again, he was really really happy with the way the event ran. Obviously, of course, suited and Berger and Marcus 
uh, were the brainchilds of this uh, this particular event, and it seems to have gone really well. Um, again, all these managers sitting on the fence. He was another one who wouldn't pick anybody out. He wouldn't say exactly who was good. Um, they said they switched up formations and positions every game as well, River. So it wasn't just you that was doing it. They did as well. Um, and maybe there's something to be said there with the fact that the two teams that didn't do that are at the top of the league. Um uh, uh, he did. Uh, he did actually call out Aaron, though, in the fact that Aaron's would score six goals on the night. Um, and other than that, again, he just said that. He, again, saying about who they worried about coming up against, not really worried about anybody. Um, just looking at looking for, for the uh, looking forward to the good event that's going to be coming up on Friday. So, again, I think we we say about it, Ash. Obviously, um, you know, you said you had a good time. I, I definitely did as well. Um, I'm looking forward to getting this uh, this Friday done and dusted, and let's just move straight on to to the next one. Let's have another redrafting of captains potentially on the podcast, redrafting of players, and and let's get back into it. I think it's uh, it's a fantastic addition to the site, and I, I imagine you agree. Yep, a hundred percent. And I'm I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. Um, you know, in terms of uh, what we do next, a redraft or uh, transfers. You know, it, the the possibilities are endless. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited by. Uh, what's to come hopefully mm. river what i mean, obviously have been involved in vfl and and hilly i'm not sure if you are as well um but uh, river yourself I mean, what what do you think would be the the natural progression from this event um it's hard to say because obviously i'm not privileged to um the discussions that are going on in the admin room etc uh, between suited burger and marcus as to quite how they want to grow it but my thoughts for it would be if you're going to try and keep people interested in it um you don't want to give over exposure to it to immediately run it continually but you don't want to leave it too long so people um think oh yeah okay that was fun but it's been a while oh yeah not sure and lose interest so you've got to get the timing right but what um i think i would do in terms of teams for the next one is decide on who your four captains are going to be but like i said when you said about the two sides who rotated at the bottom maybe they needed to rotate because they had too many players in a certain position um, and the other sides had settled players. I mean, like Suter's a defender, Hilly's a defender. All the other sides seem to have people who like playing at the back. MJG um, is a good defender, etc. You've got quite a lot of people, Raz, who can play at the back. So maybe have your four captains and do a snake draft. Um, so the captains actually pick the players in a snake draft format and then you that? can pick... Um, it, it's just a reverse. So if, say, um, us four were the captains um, and Ash pick first, you second, me third, Hilly fourth, Hilly then goes fifth, me sixth, you seventh, Ash okay, eighth. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, so yeah. you go backwards in each round. Um, so obviously the same person doesn't get the first pick in each round, which would mm. lead, lead to an unfair advantage. So you you just um, you could do a draft like that because then the captains, especially now, it was a bit more difficult for the first one because didn't know necessarily, certainly the people who don't play VFL or play much clubs, where do they play, where do they like to play position-wise, how good are they, etc. The captains would now have an idea so they could go out and draft a team that would actually be a team and would have uh, equal fit of players who like playing in various positions so you could set up a proper proper team rather than maybe having to rotate and fit people in, which is just one idea. No, I think that's a fair idea. And Hilly, uh, anything to add to that? Anything you'd like to see come in? 
So again, brilliant. I mean, um, a few few ideas. Again, just me thinking out loud rather than thinking it through. So uh, happy to be shot down. But instead of going for four teams, maybe going for more clubs with slightly less players in. I don't know. Then that way it might give a few more attacking people um, a bit more of an option to play where they want to play. All right, that would mean more fixtures and more organising. But um, again, I don't know if that's something that may or may not be considered. Um, what would you guys say to that? Well, personally, just just straight off the bat, I don't think more fixtures is an issue. Obviously, only having three fixtures on the Friday night, we were done actually quite early, and a fair few of us stayed on to play clubs after. So I, I think that you know only having three fixtures. I know it'll be four fixtures uh, this week, but I think you know you could easily do five or six on a night, and that's still only two hours. So I think that um, you could easily do more fixtures. I think the only problem with the, with the less players, I think um, Suited and potentially River actually himself touched on this before, and, and Goldenbeard actually, it was definitely Goldenbeard as well, uh, saying about the fact that um, the whole fun of it is that you do have you know teams that are you know eight, nine, ten strong, which um, makes clubs more enjoyable or more realistic, I think. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. And then also, um, again, pretty much been raised already, but... Um kind of maybe a rule for, right, you have to rotate or you have to stick sort of thing. So, I mean, I don't know, but saying that, the idea of people, you know, two teams rotating and it not going as well as they would hope and two teams that have kept a solid, rigid sort of team sheet and it, it's gone quite well. I don't know, maybe a rule to even the playing ground. I'm not sure. I'm not too sure about that one more, I think, about it, actually. Um, but again, mm-hmm. thought it was a really, really good event and, yeah, can't wait for, for this Friday for uh, round two. Yeah, I, I concur. Um, but again, I think that, uh, that sort of wraps things up quite nicely, boys. Obviously, we'll uh, hopefully see the same level of intrigue and excitement on the forum on the Friday um, as we did last uh, last event day. I think there was a lot of posts. There was obviously the burger picture thread, which was obviously brilliant. Um, so, I mean, hopefully we <laughs> see burger? something similar, but yeah, similar, but not the same. That was brilliant, wasn't um, it? But uh, but yeah so yeah uh, yeah thanks thanks for uh, thanks for your input boys and um, again best of luck um, Hilly obviously because you're on my team and everyone else can go bugger off um, <laughs> right boys I will uh, we'll finish off there um, obviously hopefully come the uh, the next podcast in two weeks time obviously we'll know the results from uh, the club's event hopefully we'll have some information on how the club's event is going to go forward from there and additionally we'll hopefully have a few more transfers to talk about because obviously we'll be having a bit more money injected into the leagues so fingers crossed we will have a bit more activity to discuss them uh, but for the meantime uh, obviously River if you want to say uh, your goodbyes my friend goodbye <laughs> thank you very much uh, Hilly thank you very much for coming on again matey the hat trick ball obviously will be uh, posted to you ASAP and thanks for coming back on brilliant thank you very much for having me really enjoyed it cheers guys thank you Ash as always my friend thank you for pushing the buttons thank you for getting all the work on the podcast done in terms of the technical side um, again if you want to say your goodbyes yeah no brilliant uh, thanks to Hilly and River for coming on as always we say it every podcast if you do want to get involved please do PM either myself or Jam um, you know we touched on it earlier League One members you know mm. we'd love you to come on um, so please 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 um, do so Rhino I don't know if you listen but have a word with a couple of your buddies in league one and let's have some more league one representation yeah absolutely i concur on that let's get some league one championship you know me and ash obviously uh, we would fulfill the prem quotas it'd be nice to get league one championship every every uh, podcast if we could um, but yeah that's that's all for tonight boys thank you very much for listening and we will uh, catch you on the next one thank you, thank you.